Welcome to the Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras podcast. I'm Ben Collins. This podcast takes an entertaining and informative look at some of the inspiring and humorous stories of India's Vedic tradition, followed by recordings of Vedic and other mantras being chanted by traditional Brahmin priests. Show notes and other materials can be found at puja.net, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T. Thanks for joining us. In last week's podcast, we talked a little about Saraswati and how she, with her power, cursed Brahma, Shiva, and Vishnu. Mythology presents universal and eternal truth in an entertaining way that transcends time and culture. And so it might be inferred that when a woman, divine or human, says that she will be ready on time, we should not A, rush her, or B, find another wife to take her place on such short notice. This week, I have a story about how Parvati, Shiva's wife, curses King Chitraketu, but he surprises her in an unexpected way. But that's the ending of the story, and we have a ways to go before we get there. King Chitraketu was a good and successful ruler, but in spite of having many wives, was not able to father a son. So this caused him great concern, and he prayed sincerely for a resolution to his troubles. One day, a rishi by the name of Angira came to visit him, and the king explained what his problem was, and the sage performed the necessary yagya. Afterwards, the rishi gave some prasadam, blessed food, to the king, and said, Give this to your queen, and she will give you a son who will bring you great joy. And soon afterwards, this indeed happened. Both the king and the queen were very happy with their new family. But some of the other wives were feeling jealous, and they secretly began to feed the kid poison. Soon the child died, and both the king and queen were plunged into despair. In particular, the queen was furious and cried out, O creator, how can you be so foolish as to destroy your own creation so prematurely? You are our enemy. There is no order or reason in the world. The old survive, and the the young only sometimes. You cause us to feel affection toward you, and yet you cut that affection asunder without mercy. Under the circumstances, probably pretty reasonable. But the Rishi Angira came back along with another Rishi by the name of Narada, who is one of my favorite uh, characters in uh, all of Vedic mythology. He's like a cosmic troublemaker, always setting events in motion, causing trouble with a little suggestion here, a, a little trick there, and then disappearing again. And we'll be hearing more about him in future podcasts. Well, Angira and Narada sat down with the king and said, For whom do you grieve? Do you know who this child was before he was born? How was he related to you in a previous birth? Just as particles of sand come together and part from one another in a stream, people come together and part again in the stream called time. Narada Rishi then showed the king the soul of his son and said to the departed son, Because you died in an untimely manner, the balance of your lifetime remains, so please come back and enjoy all the wealth and love of your family. Well, for a brief time, the soul of the king's son re-entered his body and explained to the king, I've been born in various births as a human, an animal, a deva, even a vegetable. And in which of these births were these people my parents? No one is actually my parent, and no one is permanently related. And the son went on to explain that the living entity has no beginning and no end, 
and so it does not die with the body and is not limited in any way, and that the king should not grieve. Well, it didn't happen very easily for the king, but eventually he was able to realize the truth of the impermanence of life. And Narada gave him a mantra to repeat for seven days, after which the king would become the chief of the celestial beings. So the king did, presumably, much to his surprise, end up as a king in heaven. Well, finding himself in such a special place with so much spiritual power, he decided to find God himself and went looking for Adisesha, the great snake on whom Vishnu, or Narayana, rests. And eventually he found him and expressed his devotion and gratitude. Well, Vishnu said to him, You are blessed, Chitraketu, for the goal of life is to see me. I am the self of all, the unity in the midst of diversity, the creator of all, even you and your son, who are both but a part of me. Cultivate this knowledge of the ultimate reality, and you will be freed from all forms of bondage and sorrow. And with that, Vishnu disappeared. Well, Chitraketu spent his time enjoying his place in heaven, and one day as he was flying around in a vehicle that was given to him by Vishnu, he noticed that Shiva was sitting on Mount Kailas with his wife Parvati on his lap, talking with various rishis, including Narada. He remarked to himself, not realizing that Shiva and Parvati could hear him, that it was absolutely amazing to see Shiva, the greatest of all yogis, whose senses were fully under control, sitting with his wife on his lap like a common human would do in private. It was certainly nothing that he, Chitraketu, would ever be caught doing. Well, Shiva, hearing him, only smiled but said nothing, and neither did anyone else. But Parvati was really angry, asking who this upstart was who thought himself so much better than anyone else. She said, Alas, has this upstart now received a post from which to punish shameless persons like us? Has he been appointed ruler, a carrier of the rod of punishment? Is he now the master of everything? This Chitraketu, this person, is the lowest of the Kshatriyas, the rulers or warrior caste, and must be punished. You, Chitraketu, will have to take a low birth in a sinful family of demons, so you will not be in a position to commit such an offense against saintly persons again. But much to everyone's surprise, Chitraketu came and bowed at the feet of Parvati, and said, My dear mother, with my own hands folded together, I accept the curse upon me. I do not mind the curse, for happiness and distress are given as the result of one's deeds. Deluded by ignorance, we wander the universe, experiencing the good and bad that we've created for ourselves. What is happiness and what is sadness? It's all just waves on the eternal ocean of life. So, Mother, please do not be angry with me, since all my happiness and unhappiness are destined by my own past activities. So I do not plead to be excused or relieved from your curse. And this left both Shiva and Parvati astonished. But Shiva explained to Parvati that this is the measure of true devotion and spirituality, that a person who feels God in his heart is protected from all eventualities because to them pleasure and pain do not touch one whose heart is full. They are friends to all because they see all to be the same, a reflection of the universal divine reality. And because of his power, Chitraketu, 
Shiva reminded Parvati, could very easily have cursed you in return, but he did not. And indeed, King Chetraketu was born in the family of demons and was known as Vratasura, and Narada has a prominent role in that story as well. But we've reached the end of this podcast. Our music for today is going to begin with just a brief mantra for Gauri, a form of Parvati, the Divine Mother. It's only about 30 seconds, 35 seconds long, but it's a very, very pretty rendition. The mantra is Sarva Mangala Mangalye, Sive Sarvata Sadhike, Charane Triambake Gauri, Narayani Namos Tute. And the mantra means To the one who is most auspicious, to the good, the accomplisher of all, the source of refuge, to the mother of the three worlds, to the goddess who is the light of consciousness and the giver of knowledge, we bow to you. And then we are going to hear. Vedasar Shivastava, and it has a wonderful and very unusual instrumentation and arrangement. It has great vocals, and it lasts about nine minutes, so it's a little bit longer than what we usually play. But I hope you enjoy the music. Thanks for listening. And we're going to have our next episode out in just a couple of days this week on Thursday, April 27th. Thanks very much for listening. Sarvamangal Mangalye Shive Sarvartha Sadhike Charanye Trambake Gauri Narayani Namostute
ಮಹೇಶಂ ಸುರೇಶಂ ಸುರಾರಾತಿನಾಶಂ ವಿಭು ವಿಶ್ವನಾಥ ವಿಭೂತ್ಯಂಗಭೂಷಣ ವಿರೂಪಾಕ್ಷಿವರ್ಕವನ್ಹಿತ್ರಿನೇತ್ರ ಸದಾನಂದಮೀಡೆ ಪ್ರಭು ಪಂಚವಕ್ರ ಶಶಾಂಕಾರ್ಧಮೌಲೆ ಮಹೇಶಾನಶೂಲಿಂ ಜಟಾಜೂಟಧಾರಿ ತ್ವೇಕೋ ಜಗದ್ವ್ಯಾಪಕೋ ವಿಶ್ವರೂಪ ಪ್ರಸೀದ ಪ್ರಸೀದ ಪ್ರಭೋ ಪೂರ್ಣರೂ
ಲಿಂಗಾತ್ಮಕ ಹರಚರ ಚರ ವಿಶ್ವರೂಪಿಣ 